0: six britney's completely prepared for this
1: <laughs> i didn't see that he said to go it's my whatever anyway
0: yeah we're just, we're just totally gonna cut this out it's not gonna be in the beginning of the thing at all um welcome to episode six big Travel little china how you doing Brittany? swell <laughs> i'm your host john lucero Brittany special as you've as you've already heard um this week uh probably gonna be a shorter episode i say that every time i feel like we i say something like that it ends up longer but uh, we'll see. So
1: it depends on what your interpretation of long or short is, to be honest.
0: I'm hoping to keep these things around an hour. I feel like that's a reasonable podcast length for something like this. I don't... Yeah.
1: yeah. True. Especially when you're listening to things that are not all that great, and you don't have too many good things to say about them.
0: Yeah, sure. You know, sometimes... <laughs> or maybe you listen to some really great things that someone else in here maybe doesn't agree with you, but it's okay. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, all right, we're gonna start out with some homework first, as we always do. I will, I will go first. Brittany assigned me Wolf Alice, "My Love Is Cool," and I have to say, I generally for the most part did not like this album. I'm gonna oh, no. <laughs> 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 there, was, there was, a moment in the album. Uh, okay, first of all, it started, and I'm like, okay, it's an indie album. <laughs> like with the uh, what's it, what's it called? One second, let me just pull it up really quick. Turn to uh, dust. Yes, turn to dust. Was not a fan of turn to dust. Um, very sleepy, for me at least. Um, then got to, to to brothers, bros, brothers. I'm gonna. I don't yes. know which one. Okay. <laughs> um, and that was all right. It was a little poppy, so it had a little more energy to it. But like this, the string of your loves, a, your loves, whore, moaning Lisa smile, you're a germ in Lisbon. I actually, I think Lisbon was also was in a similar style. I was like, what is this? Oh, it's grunge. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> it's
1: like, See, that's the thing about Wolf I, Alice is yeah. they do not adhere to any kind of genre whatsoever. Yeah, um, and it can kind of be a little bit of a roller coaster ride when you're listening to their albums. And that goes for Visions of a Life, too. Yeah. Um, that's something that I kind of find appealing, though. Is that
0: yeah, I liked the grunge. I like their when they when they were. I think their band that's the style, their instrumental style, their vocals. I think really fits of like a post grunge kind of sound. And I liked those songs actually. I I guess I shouldn't. I, I'm not trying to insinuate that I hated this album. There's just for the most part, I didn't. I didn't like a lot of the songs just because there are a lot of styles on here, and like a good half of the style, I just wasn't a fan of. So. Let's see. What else we got here? Uh, Silk? So, no. <laughs> uh, uh, Freezy and Giant Peach, Peach were cool. Uh, little, I feel like Giant Peach was a little longer than I wanted it to be, but for the most part, I really liked it. And then Swallowtail came on. And it's like a really long ballad that it just... I don't know. I, just, I couldn't focus on the lyrics. It just wasn't pulling me in, and that's what you need for a ballad to work. Mm-hmm. Um, Soapy Water... It was okay, and then Fluffy, and then Wonder Why. It was like a seven-minute, just like... It's funny, because it's a hidden track on my Spotify.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's a little mine, too, on Apple Music. What's hidden about it?
0: Yeah, apparently, uh, I think that it shows up in... If, like, you just buy the album, it doesn't say that it's on there, from what I understand. Right.
1: Well, also, I (laughs) think because the song is technically almost seven minutes long, like, isn't there kind of a gap in between the first part of it and the second, or am I just remembering completely yeah, incorrectly? Yeah,
0: there's a bit of a gap. So maybe it,
1: that's the hidden part. Like, you don't expect there to be more yeah. song after you think it's over.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, uh, it's, a very, it's a very personal song. I didn't dislike it. It was just very, it was just long. Um, and long songs only work if you already like, if you're already a big fan of that, that style of music, generally. Yeah, true. So, but it wasn't bad. I guess I I guess if I look at this, I like about half of the album. So that's I guess I liked it more than I thought than I than I thought I did. Um, what I'm yeah, getting I,
1: is you you like the harder stuff that they do and not the more yeah. like maybe poppy or just kind of like yeah, indie. Because,
0: yeah, because the vocals, like I said, are just so sleepy in those kind of indie songs. That I just don't like, and they like they reverb them and they just mess with the vocals in a way that I don't like. I just mm-hmm. I like a more natural vocal in my uh, in my rock generally. Um, I like I like it to sound like dirtier, you know. I just I don't. That's why that's, that's the punk rock fan in me coming out. I like to like a dirtier sound. I don't I don't need them to sound perfect in rock. That's what that's um it's kind of like the opposite of what I want generally, unless it's like you know unless they're belting out stuff, uh, but like just singing otherwise. I want like a good night. that's what I, that's what I've always liked about some grunge and I mean this. I don't know if it's just the name that remind me of it immediately, but some I want to say. Either Your Love's a Whore or Money Lee's... I think Moni Lee's a Smile uh, gave me a really... Uh, instrumentally a really heavy Alice in Chains vibe. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, uh, which I liked. I like Alice in Chains somewhat. I'm not a huge grunge guy, but I liked it. Um, I, I thought I thought it was cool to hear a, a grunge sound. This came in, what, 2015? I think, 2015. Yeah. Uh, it's just something you don't hear very often anymore. And it got played the death in the 90s, but, you know... And it was a, it was a hot sound then.
1: Yeah. I don't know if maybe that's part of what their appeal is to me largely is that they're doing something kind of different than what's out there. Um, but I definitely agree with you that their slower stuff is a little more on the, like you said, sleepy side. Um, I tend to skip those a lot more if I'm just listening to Wolf Alice specifically across all their projects. Um, but the harder stuff, just like you said, like your love's whore, um, you know, your are a germ. Uh, Giant Peach is actually my favorite one on here. I just really like the build up to the song and it's then good. the breakdown. It's, good. it's yeah,
0: yeah. I, I, I would have cut about thirty seconds out of it. I think maybe a minute.
1: Probably from the intro because I feel like the yeah. intro kind of drags it out a little bit. Um, yeah. But once the song actually kicks in and the vocals start and everything, <laughs> it's it's a good time. Um, definitely love watching live performances of that song too because the energy is just so high. Okay. Um, But yeah, uh, Swallowtail is another one of those songs that I like the build up to it and then just kind of like how it becomes so fast paced and everything later on in the song. But then I feel like four minutes out of the almost six is just so droning. Um, So yeah, that one's definitely not one of my favorites either. So I I think I agree with you for the most part. I definitely don't hate or even necessarily dislike the slower songs because I've told you before with songs if I don't like them I just don't even keep them in my iTunes at all just cuz I don't want them coming up on shuffle or anything.
0: Yeah, and I'm bad about have... that. I'm bad about that cuz I'll add a whole album sometimes to it and then realize I don't want listen to the whole I don't want to listen to all the songs in the album and then never right. get around to getting them out of my playlist. I recently I actually did a did a spring cleaning recently of my playlist. <laughs> um, so
1: did I. It took me weeks. I went from 6000 yeah. songs to 2300. So I got rid of a lot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did. Damn. <laughs> Uh, Post Post Malone left my playlist This last week I was, Ooh. Yeah.
1: I, I'm going to be honest I did get rid of some of his music Because yeah. uh, I'm not going to say I don't like him I love him a lot, cool guy and everything His music is not necessarily his strong suit I feel like he has the personality And that's kind of why he's doing as well as he's doing But that's a completely <laughs> Different <Yeah>. topic <laughs> um, So I guess overall um, Do you think that it's a band That you'd be willing to listen to again?
0: Um, yes, but I would be, uh, yeah, I, I, sure, I'd listen to it again, Um, because I liked enough of the sound that I would give it another try to see if they uh, um, evolved at all, because they clearly uh, don't want to be um, placed in a, in a single genre or anything. Uh, so yeah, you know, sure, why not? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was a little disappointed the way that you opened that, but it turned out to be not as bad as
0: I thought it was going to (laughs) be. Yeah, I I apologize. I guess I came on a little strong. Yeah,
1: Whatever it happens.
0: Yeah. All right, Brittany, your turn.
1: All right. So John decided to be oh so kind and assigned me (laughs) an album by one of my favorite people on the entire planet. And that is College Dropout by Kanye West. Um, Jesus,
0: Jesus himself.
1: See, you need to stop with that right there.
0: he has got an album called Jesus you're, you're going to listen to. It's going to be a while until you get to that one, but it's coming. Please,
1: please, give me give me a break. Because <laughs> that whole entire, like, ego and attitude is exactly what I don't like about him. That, so I that, feel like I need... That's his
0: worst, it's his worst album. Bass. Oh, it's also, like, that's peak. That's the con- That's like peak Kanye. Is is the album? <laughs> <That's>, uh,
1: <laughs> you mean peak asshole Kanye? Because
0: yeah, that's the the one that screams "I'm a god" on the on the album.
1: Oh, and, I've yeah. heard that song. Not yeah. good. But anyway, yeah. um, much to my surprise, this is not the case with this album. Um, what's crazy is I don't think I realized how many songs. That I listened to back in this time that were Kanye West and I just never really connected it to a face because I wasn't the type of person to really like seek out rap and actually try to listen to it, you know, or hip hop or whatever. Um, But going through this, I recognized so many damn songs Mm -hmm. And I didn't hate any of them. <laughs> like, I,
0: I'm, I'm I'm gonna, was, I was, was almost I think, shocked. <laughs> I think about half the song half this album got radio play when it came out. I'm, I wanna say I'm gonna I'm gonna go through this list. Uh, all Falls Down, Spaceship, Jesus Walks, Workout Plan, Slow Jams. I'm I'm gonna I'm and through the wire for sure we're all on the radio. I'm not yeah.
1: I think those were all the ones that I that I actually recognized except for Spaceships. Um I think that was maybe one of the songs I just thought was more boring out of all of them.
0: Really? I thought you'd um, actually this like the method of that song I feel like you could you were going to relate to it a little more. I actually like Spaceship a lot, but it's very it is very it is a uh, very toned down song.
1: Honestly, all my feelings about this album were very surprising to me, so it probably will be to you as well. <laughs> um, just because I going into it I wasn't expecting to like anything, obviously. But um I mean, We Don't Care wasn't really a terrible opener, just not really my vibe. And gang vocals have never been my thing to begin with. And then when it came in with the children doing the gang vocals, I was just like, oh, God, please stop. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, All Falls Down, another pretty, I don't know, this isn't my favorite song. I think it's because I wasn't really a fan of the female vocalist's voice. It was just kind of grating to me. Um, I, love, I
0: love all falls down. So, but no, uh, I
1: mean that's yeah. the thing. It it was I was conflicted because I liked the song, but I did not like her vocals.
0: Um, see, so that yeah, I, it's a big it's a big part of the song. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's like yeah.
1: half of it. Yeah. Um, I can still appreciate it for what it is, though.
0: Um, I like I like the message. of All falls down. It's like it's weird because it's very hypocritical for Kanye. If you look, if you listen to that song now, compared to what Kanye who Kanye is now, like it's cause it's very uh, um, anti materialism. But kind of also
1: about 14 years ago, just think about how much you've changed in the past 14 years. No, I know, know,
0: but even in the song, like he admits that he's still materialistic in parts too. Like it's, it's, he says we all, basically, we all suffer from this and it's it's shitty, but it's how it is.
1: We do, Uh, even if we say we don't, we are
0: materialistic. Yeah. yeah.
1: But uh, Jesus Walks, I think this is probably the song that everybody knows of his. I um love Jesus and, Walks.
0: I don't care where you I don't care where you go with this, you can hate it or not. Jesus Walks is like a top five Kanye song for me. I love it. I mean Jesus.
1: I, I can understand why. Um, but this just wasn't a song that I really liked back then when it was out and I sure. it yeah. didn't really resonate with me now. I don't hate it, you know, it's something that I can listen to in the background.
0: It's just whenever um, that whenever that song comes on, I like the beginning of it, like that, oh, oh I was like, oh my god. <laughs> uh, and then it's like I think I tweeted this. I was like, I I've never I'm not a religious man, but the closest I get is when Jesus Walks comes on.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I saw that. See, and the funny thing is I was thinking about that tweet going into listening to that song, too, and I was like, John, I don't get it, but (laughs) no big deal. Uh, Never Let Me Down was one that was just kind of like, eh, on. Um, Get Em High is one that I actually didn't recognize from before, but I think it was one of my favorites on the album. I just really like the beat to it, and I don't really know why. The beat's really good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> new workout plan. Twelve-year-old uh, me fucking loved this song.
0: And I think um, we talked about that a few episodes ago. I was like, I don't think you're gonna like this song when you know what it's about now.
1: Right. Least, and I, yeah,
0: I yeah.
1: it's it's still pretty catchy now, but the lyrical content is not lost on me anymore, and I find it kind of stupid.
0: I don't. Um, yeah, I don't like workout plan anymore. I used to, and now I just kind I generally skip it. It's just, I don't, it's really, it's five minutes long too. And it's, yeah, it's a yeah.
1: long ass song. Yeah. And I'm, to, I'm not, just, I'm just going to go ahead and say that um, the interludes that were on this album, I'm not really going to say anything about just because I didn't really feel any type of way about them. I just, I, I hardly remember them. And I listened to this album three times.
0: Um, so did I.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I. I doubt you needed an excuse to, but you know, if, if this just, was it. It, then...
0: it had been a while since I listened to it front to back.
1: uh slow jams another song everybody probably remembers um (laughs) but another one that i also didn't realize was kanye until now um but it was kind of like the realization point for me where i was like wow he did have good music at this point (laughs) (laughs) like does he now i mean that's questionable but questionable but i'm sure you're gonna make me find out um so yeah that was a good one um and then there was just kind of like three songs in a row that I wasn't really feeling. Uh, Breathe In, Breathe Out, School Spirit, and Two Words. Mm-hmm. Um, two Words was probably the better out of the three of them, but still were just kind of like forgettable for me.
0: I would agree because I think Two Words, I think the way they perform that song literally doing two word flows at all times is really cool. Um, like, So I, I do I, I think I'd agree with those three. I think Breathe In, Breathe Out is probably my least favorite song on the album it's that a new workout plan as, as i'm looking at the track list
1: see that's know. rough because that, that song has some nostalgia to it um <laughs> through the wire and uh, i was just kind of like again like another song i really didn't connect kanye in any kind of way um and i think when i when this album first came out i just kind of like passively listened to hip-hop like not necessarily by choice and i never hated these songs when i listened to them originally um so i just feel like I don't know if I hadn't heard them previously, if I would like them now. I don't know if that's making sense. I don't know if it's the familiarity of them.
0: Sure. That is I mean, appealing to me. Nostalgia always plays a factor in things. so
1: Yeah, because I, I think that may have been like a pretty large part of why I actually enjoyed this album for, I'm going to say, like, a good 80% of it, to be honest, which is still super surprising to me. Yeah. Um, and then I think with family business is the last one, right? Um, uh, second, second to last.
0: It's second. sort of it's sort it's the last. I don't know. Oh yeah,
1: the last one is just like twelve minutes long, and honestly, I did not listen to it more than one and a half times. So I was just like, yeah. I don't want to listen to him talking for six minutes. It was just, it, it's it's not Kanye's appeal to me. <laughs>
0: yeah, um, it, it was t- it was a story of him how he how he got to, from where he started to the where the album to this point in the album.
1: So. Yeah, I know, talking yeah. about Jay-Z and everything. I yeah. mean, it, I guess it could be interesting if that's something you're really into, but I don't, like, I don't know if this counts as spoken word. Um.
0: Uh. uh yeah, I think it would be classified as that. There's some cool production. First of all, I mean, the first four minutes is actually a song. Um, right. And then, I'm just
1: talking about, like, I feel like yeah. if it ended there, I probably would have been able to go back and listen to it again, but I can't listen to something that's, like, 12, 13 minutes long. It's just... Yeah. It's too yeah, much it's, damn time. Spoken
0: word. I think the cool parts of it, the spoken word section is that the mute, the, the production in the background um, builds and and drops as the story is being. He's positive, and then the negatives in the story, like the production changes throughout, uh, mm-hmm. which is which is cool. I also don't listen to the song very often. I generally skip this song. It's without. just
1: it's a lot, you know.
0: And um, I do. I, I like this story because I like the story of Kanye West because I, I'm a I'm a Kanye West fan. But, I mean, I've heard it a million times. Also, Through the Wire is kind of, like, the same story. (laughs) And it was, like, two songs previously.
1: (laughs) But, but yeah, I I felt like um, Family Business was kind of just, like, a cute song. Um, Not necessarily one I'll go back and listen to a whole lot, but I I liked it. Um, So, yeah, I mean, like I said, just generally very surprised. Um, I know for a fact and this is without me having listened to it yet. That when the point comes that you make me listen to Eight Oh Eights and Heartbreak, it's probably going to be my favorite out of the ones that he's done. Um, uh, just from the couple songs that I've heard, this is just my guess.
0: Yeah, I, I have. Uh, I've not quite figured out which I think is going to be your favorite yet. I, there's about a three. There's about a three. A three album string that I'm gonna. It's gonna. One of them is gonna be your favorite, I think. But. Uh, <laughs>
1: Just try not to, to give them to me like consecutive. No, no, no. In there's, a row. There's, gonna,
0: there's gonna be gaps in between each one. But, makes uh,
1: sense. Yeah. Um. But yeah, just overall, like I was pleasantly surprised. Like I went into listening to the album the first time, just kind of like, dude, this thing is like an hour long. <laughs> yes, I, it is. <laughs> I, it's. I think it's over an hour actually. It's an hour
0: sixteen. But...
1: <sighs> yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot, dude.
0: But yeah, um, it's also like. Five skits, and Last Call is 12 minutes long.
1: Yeah, and again, these are songs that I'm not going to keep. Or songs, if you want to call them that. The skits, the interludes, whatever. Um, So I guess, obviously, you could subtract time from that. And then also the way too long final song. Um, But yeah, I mean, I'm definitely not as opposed to listening to his other music as I previously was.
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting as you realize how many uh, hits Kanye West has had.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's insane how many there were just from this one album alone, you know. And he's, I think it's easy to not realize that
0: he's a crossover king, man. He's this this album came out and everyone liked it. Um, just a few a few things to I I do like the skits in this one. Uh, he he gets away from the skits uh, after this. The second album has a has the same I think the same amount. Then I think he stops with the skits after that for the most part. Um, the second album is pretty is probably this and the second album have the most in common, I think out of a lot of his discographies. He, he generally shifts his style with each album uh, pretty noticeably. This one's very soulful. I was w- wondering how you'd feel about that. There's a lot of, there's a lot of soul sample in this album. Yeah. Um, and through the wire, I don't know if you, I don't know if you know the story behind that song. Like he tells it in the song, but he's actually, when he's rapping that song, cause it's about him getting in a car crash. And it's the first song he wrote in the album. And, uh, he had his jaw wired shut, and he raps this song with his, with the jaw wired shut. Like that's why he sounds off in the song. Oh, you know the
1: weird thing is though, I yeah, maybe I just wasn't paying enough attention to it to realize that he sounded different because I didn't notice. He, that. he
0: doesn't sound that different, but when you know he has a wi- his jaw wired shut, you can tell you can t- totally tell that he's like slur- his he's slurring a bit. He said so it's one of
1: those yeah. things. Once you know, yeah. it kind of ruins it a little bit, maybe. Well, not ruins it, but it just it changes your perspective yeah, on it. It's, I guess
0: it's, it's a very legendary like rap song for for this that reason. I like Through the Wire quite a bit. I actually think the hook, the the vocals on the hook, are what turn me off the most. At Through the Wire. I don't hate them. They're just not. They don't quite do it for me the same way that for other people. But yeah, I <laughs> I love this. I love this album. I love the message behind this album and that. Going to college is not the end all be all, and that you don't in getting a degree does not automatically make you successful in life. Um, so yeah, yeah I, I mean, I can talk about that all day. I love it. It's uh, so uh, I'm gonna have you uh, rank Kanye albums as you go along, Brittany. Where would you rank college dropout in your uh, Kanye <laughs> albums? As, Wait. As, so uh, how how many are there? Uh, there are s- seven.
1: Seven. Okay. So for now, I feel like Wait, the one fair place might be,
0: might be eight. <laughs> Give me eight. one second.
1: G3. Damn it. Do, do your research, John.
0: There are seven that I'm going to have you listen to. So, yeah, seven. Okay. Is, yeah.
1: So I feel like the fair place for me to put this, I don't want to just put it in the middle. Because I feel like, obviously, you can't say it's the worst, That's not the best, because you haven't listened to the rest of them yet, so I'm going to say it's, like, two out of seven. Does that okay. sound yeah. good enough?
0: Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> I'll drop out in <laughs> Britney's Kanye West rankings, two is uh, second place. It's it's, for, it's my
1: second favorite Kanye album.
0: <laughs> <laughs> out of all the Kanye she's listened to. Uh, yeah, so... You that
1: first one that I haven't heard.
0: Yeah. I, will I like rank, that one a lot. <laughs> I will I'll be ranking them, pro- I don't know if I'll do it along with her, but by the end I'll rank them, because I... Yeah, I know, well, what, my, I know what my favorite. I know what my favorite is, um, but I have a hard time sometimes figuring out what to order the rest of them in because they're they're diff- they're all great to me for different reasons. Um, yeah,
1: I, I get that. That's the way that I am with other artists who yeah. have quite a few releases. But um, yeah, it's tough. It's kind of like even though it's not your material that's been written, it's almost like you're asking me to pick my favorite. It's like asking me to pick my favorite child.
0: Yeah, it's it's hard. Uh, I do, but. I, I uh, number one I do number one with a bullet no which my favorite album is because it's one of my favorite albums of all time top five, definitely top five so, uh, so um, but well it's gonna be a minute until we get to that one all right um, yeah that's, uh, that'll do for homework sorry for the, that one being long that's the, all the Kanye ones are gonna be long I'm gonna tell you that right now whenever we, I
1: mean yeah whatever yeah. I, I'm I'm sure that uh up for this next part we actually go over our reviews uh i'm probably going to have more to say about one than you are going to and then vice versa so yeah we'll
0: see all right uh we'll start out our track by track on this on this uh, week's albums with uh hayley kyoko's expectations all right Brittany, start us off Um, all right
1: so i'm just gonna go ahead and repeat myself Um, even though this album has grown on me kind of significantly since the first few listens, I'm still just going to go ahead and repeat that expectations did not meet mine. Um, (laughs) as clever or unclever (laughs) as that statement may be. Um, I think it's because her two, I think she had two EPs or I guess two that were actually kind of like more mainstream popular, uh, Citrine and The Side of Paradise. I loved those EPs. And I actually saw her perform them live twice a couple, you know, twice, three times, I don't know, something like that. And I mean, she's really fun live and everything. So I was just like, oh, she's finally going to have her debut album. This is going to be really cool. And I don't know. Some of it I feel like is pretty good. But then other parts, I'm just like, I feel like she could have maybe just released another EP. I know that at this point in her career, she was probably feeling pressured to release a debut album because it's been so long
0: probably but I feel like, reason for so, the album title honestly yeah,
1: they, exactly <laughs> so, the label yeah. had expectations for her to release a full thing so i feel like a lot of this ends up being filler uh so i don't know how you want to tackle this exactly do you want to go in order or
0: uh, we, we just we're just talk about it um it's it starts out uh with the with an overture which is pretty generally when i hear an overture in, a, in an album i'm expecting a uh, more artsy album. I don't know. A more um, um, a more th- has a has a more cohesive theme to the album, and I just feel like feel like generally this one didn't. It just felt like a bunch of pop songs to me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and like the, the first two song, the first two actual songs, uh, "Feelings" and "What I Need," strike me as the radio singles of this album. From what yeah, I do. I well, know. feelings
1: I feelings has already been a single. Um, okay, so yeah, yeah, you're definitely right on that one. What I need, I fully expect to be on the radio at some point, like very soon.
0: Yeah, it's got Cavani um, on it. He's pretty yeah. big.
1: So, um. I mean, and honestly, that's it, it. Those two songs are two of my favorites on the album. I loved feelings when it came out. Um, God, it was a while ago. I feel like it was almost last summer. Um, so I've liked that song for quite a while. What I need, I feel like is just super catchy and I annoyingly find myself just kind of singing it in my head or sometimes out loud when just walking around the house. Um, but yeah, I feel like the structure of this album is kind of weird. Um, like you said, with the overture and then you have a couple double features that one in particular is just really fucking terrible and doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. Um, and then you have double X or XX, whatever you want to call it. That's just kind of like, I guess, yeah. sort of an interlude. I just feel like it didn't need to be there.
0: Yeah, I didn't understand the need for an interlude right there. Um, it, it
1: was just so out of place. Um,
0: because the two songs I'm trying to remember, I get, I guess the one's a, a more upbeat song than the other. <laughs> so I don't... Uh, because it's curious and then want to be missed uh, are the songs that are around XX. Uh, I right. like. I, I remember. I think curious was okay. Um,
1: yeah, curious was a fun song. Um, the thing that's a little confusing about this album too is I feel like so many of the songs were released before the album came out that a lot of the material didn't seem new to me. Um, if I'm correct, I think that would be feelings. Sleepover's been out for a while now. Uh, curious. Um, And then the Take Me In part of the Under the Blue and Take Me In double feature.
0: uh, Oh, okay. That's interesting.
1: Kind (laughs) of. Well, okay. So I don't know if this counts. Back when the music video for Feelings first came out, it had this intro. And I was like, damn, I really, really like the intro of this song. She needs to release that as a full song. And then as I'm going through this entire album, I was just like, oh, I guess she didn't. And I don't know how the first time I listened to... Under the Blue Would take me in, I missed the second half of the freaking song, which happened to be that intro from the music video. Um, so I don't know if that really counts as it being like a pre-release, because it was only maybe like a 15 second portion of it, but again, it, a lot of this didn't seem new. So between that and then a lot of it just seeming kind of unnecessary. It just Yeah, I don't know.
0: I didn't I like sleep. I, did. I didn't I didn't like sleepover, like the sleep part was a you know, yeah. <laughs> <That's>...
1: <laughs> yeah not not yeah. a great song um Mer- as far as the the double features go mercy and gatekeeper fucking hated it absolutely yeah, they, hated that song
0: there was a cool like they sh- they sh- i thought they shifted from mercy to gatekeeper pretty seamlessly like production wise that i kind of yeah, the production
1: yeah. wasn't the yeah. problem here it was kind of more the lyrical content like
0: it says bang it's, i think there's the bang my head till i start yeah, to fly and i don't yeah. understand what that means what? Is, that, I don't, is is that like do you She's saying like she wants to kill herself, Um, (laughs) so she like turns into an angel. Is that what she's going for, or that, or she, or she just goes like into a like half coma and she's like, (laughs) I don't, I don't.
1: I feel like that was another problem I had with this album is I feel like some of the lyrical content was just incredibly juvenile and confusing. Yeah,
0: I really didn't like the lyrics for the most part. Um,
1: Yeah, particularly on this double feature, and then. um... God. And I feel kind of guilty for this because I feel like some of them were maybe a little more predatory in a way. And the sort of way where I feel like if a man wrote the song, it would kind of be frowned upon a little bit. Um, like like, he'll never love you.
0: Yeah. I Um, I didn't like that song at all. I don't, I don't understand. That's like, (laughs) that's like the, uh, less charming version of, of, uh, that fucking Avril Lavigne song. Uh, (laughs) Girlfriend? Oh, yeah. God. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not going to lie. I definitely like the song more than that. Um,
0: but yeah, it's like...
1: But like, cause... lyrical content aside, I do like the... I do like the song. I just have to kind of ignore the stupidity. Like, I don't like the whole thing of like, trying to steal somebody from somebody else. Like, if they don't want you then they want you. That's just kind of the end of it, you know? Yeah. Um, and I feel like that's kind of an ongoing theme in this album, too. Like, curious. Like, I'm just curious. Is it serious? Like, you would know if it wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, ah, God. And the thing that blows my mind, too, is this wasn't written by a teenager. And I know that Haley did not write this on her own. I think she's 26, 27 now. So this is just going again, like, what I'm saying with the juvenile lyrics a little bit. Like, I don't know who she had writing with her. On this, but I feel like maybe they were pandering to her younger audience because her being kind of like, I don't know, just a current LGBT icon, like obviously she has that really young following, which is awesome and everything. I'm a huge advocate for that. But again, I feel like a lot of this album was kind of pandering to the younger people that are fans of hers and not the ones who are actually her age.
0: Yeah. Um, I- because I, I looked into her, I looked into her, um, and I saw that she's a big LGBT, LGBTQ icon because uh, she's uh, very openly lesbian. Uh, but and that's that's great. I mean, I, I'm glad. I love. I like when artists are just honest. But I feel like in music is one of the uh, art forms that's the most open to uh, different different sexualities and just different and just a broader range of things in general. Yeah, so, so you don't
1: really have to go that deep into it, you know? Because it's not like, oh, I need to explain myself.
0: Yeah, because in. And, uh, I mean, Frank Ocean, one of my favorite artists, is gay, but his music, he doesn't, he rarely, rarely even. He uh, doesn't
1: reflect that.
0: Yeah, and not in a way that he's trying to hide it. It's just, he just, it, it's ambiguous because love is ambiguous. So, but, uh, he's. So. Yeah, I just it's
1: almost like a it's almost like a marketing scheme in a way. Like you're almost using that to your advantage, which I just find kind of smarmy and I'm not a fan of it, which is really disappointing because I like Haley Kyoko a lot as a person. And like I said, I've liked her previous projects, but this just fell so flat for me. And I'm not gonna say that I don't like any of the songs, because like the one double feature in particular, Under the Blue and Take Me In, I absolutely love it. I love both parts of it.
0: I like the. Uh, uh, I won't say I love that song, but I like there's like a nice, like a bass reverb behind her vocals during uh, under Under the Blue. That kind of yeah. gives it like she's like underwater while she's singing, or kind of like just floating on a pool, which is I, I thought was really uh, a really nice touch. Um,
1: yeah, like the production on it was just really good.
0: Yeah, for the most part, I didn't. I thought the production on this album wasn't that great. No. Uh, I, I thought it was very very bland. Uh, in that it, it's it,
1: kind of it, your run of the mill like you could probably it, find stuff like this yeah. on very many pop releases that have probably come out this year that are flying under the radar. Yeah. Um, you know, if it wasn't for the name we probably would not hear anything about this to be honest.
0: Yeah, I was thinking I thought, I had the thought too because she's such an icon. I was thinking like would anyone care care about this album if it was if she wasn't gay? Nope. <laughs> yeah, because it's like cause nothing about this album like strikes me as as um different strikes me as you know like she I, nothing about her like says like oh, this is a it, star in the making uh I, it just i don't know it felt it felt like a rushed album it felt like her voice is nice but she uh she needs she needs a better ghostwriter. Um,
1: yeah for sure
0: yeah and- like i said
1: they need to stop pandering so much because i feel like that was a huge downfall of the album was just kind of like trying to be like, yes, I'm relatable, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like shouting it from the rooftops. Yeah. It's like, all right, we get it. Yeah, we, it was like we know we,
0: we get it. We know you get or at least I know she is now after I looked into <laughs> her. But like we know it's like that's it's and that's great. And you can make songs about that, but don't that that's not your don't make that your stick. <laughs> That's like, it's not. It shouldn't be. That shouldn't be like your selling point ever.
1: It is, and the yeah. thing is, I don't know. I don't know how deep you've really looked into it, but I feel like a huge part of the promotion for this album was like pushing this whole "20 gay teen" thing, and I'm like, Jesus. Christ. I saw that. I dude.
0: did see that, and I saw someone refer to that. Her saying that as genius and i'm like that was a genius what? that was yeah so, I, so I was like that was genius that was <laughs> that
1: that was yeah. like, how how old was the person that said that because I don't i'm know. guessing it, probably like 15 16 at the she belt.
0: was also she was also very very praising, praising of this album cuz i was trying yeah. to look i was looking around at what everyone else's opinion of this was cuz i was like am i just Missing something with this, and yeah. And uh,
1: the funny thing is, too, yeah. I watch a couple different reviewers. Like, obviously Fantano, I love to know what he thinks about this album, but I, because of what it is, I don't think that he's going. It's gonna to be
0: a why. It's gonna be a why you know review for people that are fans of him. I I promise you that right now. <laughs> it's yeah. like yeah, yeah. It's because it's he's gonna he's gonna say like, eh, it's basically gonna be his opinion of it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: pretty much. And the thing I, is, like, it's not like he's not a pop fan. Um, this just is. Again, nothing special as far as Papa's concerned. So,
0: yeah, so uh, I didn't hate it. I really didn't. It wasn't like the Neighborhood album, which I just fucking go, oh my God. But, <laughs> but it was Dude, just, that, that, yeah. was,
1: that was some real disappointment for me because, like, I, I mean, I've already said I, I love their other music. And, yeah. like I said, I like her other music a lot. And I'm not saying that this was just like complete trash because there's a decent amount of songs that I like on here. But unfortunately, I feel like the majority of the songs that I like that are on this album, I already knew prior to this album coming out. Yeah.
0: And that's unfortunate.
1: It's yeah. Nice. Like it, it, there was there was nothing surprising or exciting about like, oh, yes, this album's out. I get to listen to it. You listen to it. You're just like, where's the rest of it? You know, like yeah. you said, it was rushed. I, it felt incomplete to me.
0: Yeah. So I guess, I guess that's all we got to say about that album. Unless you want to keep going. But um, I've, said, I've said my piece on it. It's. It's a uh, it's a decent pop album. If you want a pop album, if you're just dying for some pop, give it a listen. I guess
1: there's so, there's much yeah, worse.
0: yeah. It's pop. Yeah, but so uh, all right. Next up, "Boarding House Reach" by Jack White, formerly <gasps> member, formerly member of the White Stripes,
1: and also the Raconteurs.
0: Tours, also the Raconteurs. Tours.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> he, he's a man of of many hats.
0: He is. He he is. Uh, and eccentric in in some cases uh, it kind of goes yeah. his own way with stuff music wise too and Brittany I know I know I can sense how you're gonna go with this but I'm gonna I love this album I think it's fantastic it's
1: I think it has a cool album cover
0: it does have a great album cover you're <laughs> to agree on that I think this but this album is okay it is uh it's experimental rock for sure um, I don't think it's out, out super out there i think it's accessible experimental rock but it is definitely like there are some there there are a handful of songs in here that are just like you're either gonna love it or you're gonna hate it just by how well, by the direction it goes in but i think this album pushes rock boundaries in the way that i want and let's see it starts out with connected by love which is i think like a lost queen song when i listen to it it's it's a power ballad and nothing else on the album really sounds like it. It's kind, of, it's it's almost out of place. But I do enjoy it. Um, uh, I don't know if you, I don't know if you have any opinion on it, Brittany. But
1: uh, I, I don't because the thing is, I could only stomach listening to this album twice. And the only song that I actually remember is, uh, is Why I Walk a Dog.
0: I, oh, I love, I love Why Walk a Dog. But uh, I think it's. A really good shift to the second song. It's a really weird song. I like the message behind it. Um, there's a really good d- dirty guitar reverb uh, towards the middle that I just love. And don't
1: get me wrong, the instrumentation on this album isn't bad. But as far as this being accessible experimental rockos is probably the one thing I'm going to kind of disagree with. Um, really,
0: I think it's yeah. It
1: just it seemed. I, I get that I, I'm probably in the minority here because it seems like this is kind of having like pretty good critical praise, but I just wasn't into any of it, and I wish that wasn't the case because I've been getting into some kind of like funky music recently, obviously. I feel like we both have, especially after we raved to hell about the MGMT album.
0: Yeah, it's, um, a, it's, a, it's a definitely experimental pop but album. But I
1: feel like this... This is not – like, for me, anyway, it's not fair to kind of, like, put this in the same category as that. Like, experimental is kind of becoming a very um, popular thing now to the point where it's almost not experimental. It's just the normal
0: I think we talked about it. It's just like the accessibility of music platforms allows people to to do stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't have to you don't have to go through a record label all the time to get your stuff out there. So it allows people to try different shit. And this is like the kind of shit that I think rock is missing is like the a willingness to get, to uh, you know push the boundaries, but while also keeping a a sa- a listenable sound. Uh, for for the most part, like we have Corporation, which is like a really funky jam that I like a lot. It, it's got a good layering of the instrumentals, I, I, and I love layering. I mention it all the time. Um, I think the interludes in this album, while weird, and one's a spoken poem, and I forget what the other one is, um, that I think they just add to the like the, the vibe of the album in a really good way. They're definitely not something I would listen to outside the album, but I think they I, I don't think they feel out of place. With uh, it's like, a, uh, this hypermisophonia, and I looked up what that means. Hi- hi- Hypermisophonic is uh, you have a uh, a certain sound, a very strong uh, distaste for certain sounds. Like it, it gives you a, a really adverse reaction. And so he. Maybe he,
1: describes he, how I felt about listening he, to
0: this. It, he makes the sound, he, he literally tried to take as many annoying sounds as possible to, and try and make something good. And it almost gets there. but There's a really weird, like, fa- like phaser synth going on the entire time. It starts out the song with like a phaser synth, it's like wow, wow, the entire time. And it it's too noticeable towards the end of all because he he layers on instruments so naturally throughout the song, like from drums to guitar, and and then and then some. I think there's some vocals in, in, interspersed in there too. And it just be, it just flows so well, but that that like in the background just is too noticeable throughout that I think. If it had faded to the background more, I would have liked it. But uh, I still like the song Ice Station Zebra." Sounds like they literally went to the studio and just jammed out and put it on the album. it's, a weird, it's just like, all right, let's make a song. And uh, it, I like I like that. I think over and over and over might be the best rock song I've heard this year. It is oh, a wow. It's <laughs> yeah. It is a fucking jam. It's. Uh, it sounds it's the closest I think to to the White Stripes sound for people that are fans of them. If you want to listen to that, I think I think it's the closest to that sound on the album.
1: See, and I think maybe that's part of what my problem is too. Like I've never been a fan of Jack White and any of his projects. I'm not a White Stripes fan, despite being white, and I know that this is 100 percent a white person band. <laughs>
0: Yeah, um, Seven Nation Army can hold you back, Brittany. <laughs> you know, yeah, heard that, listen, that, that song got, that song has been played to death. If it, somebody 17 million created times.
1: like a a playlist, maybe like top one hundred of songs to get white people hype, you know, Seven Nation Army. Oh yeah, is be on absolutely.
0: There. It, so anything anything that plays at a football game, just yep. uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's a, Seven Nation Army. I think is a good song. I don't want to listen to it anymore, but it's a good song. It's it's just a. <laughs> um everything you've ever learned really weird it's like it's got this weird like futuristic got like voice comms and everything you've ever learned and then it just shifts into a, a song i like respect commander um really like a really strong like rock opening that has a jazz shift towards the middle uh where he's and he's like she commands my respect and it's just really like mellow and i dig it uh get in the mind shaft is it's a weird it's a like all it's like weird robotic voice song uh but it and it also layers in like a funk sound throughout that i that i appreciate as it goes on uh what's done is done i think is the is the sound justin timberlake was going for and (laughs) oh man it's hard
1: to even pin that down
0: and i feel like because we talk about Fantano a couple times already, but he made that comment and I felt like people are going to think I took that from him, but I had that thought. I had that thought before he said it. <laughs> Anyone that thinks I stole that, I had that thought before he said it. I'm like, yes! Yes, Anthony, <laughs> Anthony, Anthony Fantano, you're right! And this song, I like it and I hate it. It depends on what mood I'm in, because it's, like it's like, it's pretty country. Uh, it's like a uh, but it still keeps, it still feels in place in the album. And then Humoresque, I think, is a really nice subtle end to the album. I I don't uh it's it's kind of the most forgettable song on there but i i think it brings the album down completely so you're ready for it to be over um yeah i think this album is fantastic Brittany. i think it's fucking amazing it's i think uh, this
1: is probably the first time so far that we've had maybe complete opposite opinions.
0: yeah that's good it is truly the first time we've had like at least in a track by track I think um, that we've just completely disagreed on an album I think Flower Boy also we mostly disagree on yeah uh, I mean
1: like I yeah. said it wasn't a bad album and it definitely made me look at Tyler the Creator a different way but um, it just still isn't my thing so I, I wouldn't even say it was as dramatic as you saying that you love this album and I just fucking hated it Like,
0: <laughs> yeah I, I listened to this album oh, like, over and over and over <laughs> so yeah you know making some song jokes but yeah, I, yeah, I like it a lot. It's uh, it's what I want from rock music now. You know, and not, I mean, not this like this is not, like it's what I want rock to do because I feel like rock has grown stale, like I've said before, and I need it needs to try different things. And someone's gonna hear this and they're gonna take they're gonna catch a certain sound from this and they're gonna build upon that. And you might actually like that album and an uh, album that does that in the future. And no, not,
1: I mean, true, this, yeah. I could see this being a pretty influential album, but just, you know, for me, I feel like if you're going to listen to something like this, at least for me, I would much prefer um, the album that just came out recently, Virtue by The Voids, because that was a pretty batshit insane, like, yeah, experimental that, that, that rock um, album. that album was
0: batshit, but I, I didn't like it as much as this one, but it is, uh, it's also a good experimental rock album. It's like... Getting too close back-to-back rock, experimental rock albums, like that's what I want. I want I want experimental rock now. I don't. I I, I feel like rock needs needs to find a new subgenre to expand into, uh, and that's I think that's what's holding you back right now, because the the trap trend is still, is dying down eventually, and it so a new trend needs to pick up so that genre gets gets. Uh, takes up the popularity, uh, you know the, the popularity crown.
1: See, but unfortunately, I feel like at the state of things that that they are right now, rock is never going to be that genre to kind of take over as like the popular thing, and that's kind of unfortunate.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I, I will always like hip hop more than rock, but I, I like a good rock album now and then. It's it, like I like to break, I like to break up the hip hop, you know. I don't want it so, and this was just what i needed uh and man i could i over and over and over man I love, I love that song it's uh uh everything about and just like like the chick that's wailing in the background towards the end too god damn <laughs> oh it, just, it gets me going uh, but yeah i'm glad we finally disagreed on something honestly <laughs> <laughs> what a relief Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's such a strange
1: thing to be happy about but i i get it I, it was bound to happen soon enough so
0: yeah it's uh yeah we we get that i can stop talking about that album basically so uh uh we'll move into quick hits uh britney already mentioned one the voids we, we, that we both listened to uh it's i don't like it as much as she does i think but it's it is good it is uh interesting there uh I'm going to look up the track list really quick uh, so I can give a uh, better opinion. It's called Virtue. Yep. And, and for, sorry, I don't think I mentioned that, but uh, I like Pyramid of Bones a lot. Um, let's see. I like the first song, Leaving to My Dreams. I'm don't. I'm not i not going to try and pronounce the second song. I curious? Think, <laughs> is it Curious? That would be going for It's Curious, yeah. Curious? Okay. Um,
1: That's a really good one, though.
0: Yeah. I, I think. I liked the first half more than the second half is what was what kind of took me out of it. But, See, uh, I
1: kind of did, too, until we got to like the last three songs on the album. And that's when I felt like I picked up again, like with Black Hole and uh, We're Where We Are. That is like yeah. a hard title to read, yeah. by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, We're Where We it
0: Are. Fucks,
1: I think, I where think We it's were. We're,
0: were. We're Where We Were it's
1: the it's the visualization of it like you can say the sentence fine but if you try to read it it does not look right and that just goes to show you that the english language is really stupid but anyway um that was a really good song really like pointlessness too um although i feel like for being towards the back end of the album was maybe i don't know a little on the boring side especially because it's over five minutes long um I feel like that's just becoming such a trend these days too, is just to have these songs that are obnoxiously long and just albums in general. Like I, I pretty much don't want an album that's over an hour long. Honestly, I feel like it's too much. Cause yeah, I like gener- to be able, I like to be able to listen to an album over the course of a drive sometimes, you know? And if I'm not driving a couple hours away, I don't want to have to like stop on song eight because the first like, Six or seven were ten to thirteen minutes long apiece. You know, it's yeah, it's it, just it's
0: too much. It's uh, I agree with you uh, generally. Uh, that's why when I gave you the Call Dropout album, I'm like, oh shit, I forgot it's over an hour long. Oh wait, this is like a bunch of skits and shit too. So it's like it's not actually that, it's not actually as long as it sounds, and it's good. So it kind of goes by. It doesn't feel as long, but uh, no, it,
1: it didn't. I mean, that was one of those cases where it didn't really matter too much.
0: Yeah, if a, if, a, if an album is really fucking good, you're not gonna notice how long it is. But you better make sure your album really fucking good if you're gonna make it lo- as long as sh- long as shit. Because uh, editing editing is always important to me. Um, knowing that the song doesn't need to be here. Uh, so yeah, I'd I i I want. I'm also listening to an album that's like that that's pretty long, but it doesn't feel like it. Except towards the middle. but similar to this, like. A little towards the middle, it starts to feel that way, but most part it flows. And this one, I I think, does better than a lot of other albums. It's definitely better than that fucking Culture Two album, hour forty five, <laughs> my fucking ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's good. It's good. If you like, if again, if you like experimental rock, check out Boarding House Reach. Check out Virtue. Uh, you'll you'll probably like one of them, <laughs> if not both
1: i mean that's the case here yeah. <laughs> i like one you don't yeah. you like the other i don't it's whatever that's music though uh
0: all right i listened to Zarface meets metal face the collab album between Zarface and mf doom Zarface face being a three-person collective including expected inspected deck from wu-tang and i forget the other two they're not as well known but uh then MF Doom being underground rap legend who wears a uh, a metal mask to all his uh, you know, at, when he's rapping, so you never see his face. Uh, I and don't
1: love that shtick.
0: It's uh, and they they work together because they both kind of have a, a similar theme in a lot of the music, in that they present themselves as supervillains most of the time. Or in in the case of Doom, he has an alter ego Victor Vaughn if it's if you know who Dr. doom is that's that's Victor von doom. this is his name, but uh they they have as they they present, present themselves as supervillains or superheroes. it's a very it's a very uh, consistent theme throughout their music and it works here. I like this album a whole lot. I think it's a good clap album because it it gives you what it's just each each guy going bar for bar uh it's a rap album it's a it's a it's a rap album through and through uh, that's why I didn't recommend you listen to it, Brittany. There might be a few songs you'd like, but uh it's mostly used into this for the lyrics, um, like like saying like he's like they don't they stop producing the cloth that I'm cut from is a line that really stuck with me. I think it's really I think it's a dope line. Um, yeah, there's a lot of good shit in here. Uh, open Mike Eagle has a really good uh, feature in the song Phantoms, which is uh, going to be playing the outro of this thing. It's not This it, is no this is no Mad Villainy, which was uh, MF Doom's like legendary. Uh, collab with Mad Lib from 04. Uh, But it's it's not MF Doom's best rapping he's ever done. But it's really good, and I listened to it a few times through and really, really really enjoyed it. Uh, MF Doom has a really uh, unique uh, flow, similar to the way Eminem flows, in that he pieces together uh, sentences really, really, really weirdly. And you have to, like, if you listen to it, the way he... he, His rhyme screams are just so um hard to pin down at times because he's just mixing up sentences and stuff uh, just but the way he rhymes and it works and he, it's so it sounds so natural the way he does it. it's hard to explain you have to get into just show but uh, yeah it's really cool and it's not something people can just do naturally you either I mean it's it, it's just kind of like you can't it's just a skill that he has it's, it's just the way he looks at words and and rhyme patterns and stuff like that. It's really cool. But yeah, I like the album a lot. Uh, also, just really quick, it's uh, I listen to Okra, Tyler the Creator. A, uh, he, it's a, he released a new song. <laughs> he he said it was a throwaway song when he put it out, and it's nice for a throwaway song. It's pretty good. It's uh, it's probably the most the trappiest so- song he's uh he's done. Uh, and it, it's it's a good it's a good little banger. I don't not crazy about it, but I, I, I enjoyed it. So. See,
1: now when somebody just goes ahead and says, oh, this is a throwaway track. Do you think that's maybe just their insecurity speaking for them? Like, oh, in case I, you don't like this, it's not like it wasn't, I didn't think it was good. I just put it out because, you know, uh,
0: sometimes, yeah. Sometimes I think it's just an artist saying like, oh, this is trash, but, you know, because artists, <laughs> sometimes, but then
1: what's the point of releasing it? You know,
0: I just put it out there. I feel like, uh, I
1: think it was it, almost him just kind of like testing waters. Yeah. Almost.
0: It, yeah. And it could be him trying a new sound and he, but it, it wouldn't have fit on flower boy. Just the sound of it wouldn't have fit on flower boy. Um, and I don't think he hasn't, I don't, I don't know if he's putting out anything this year. Uh, but it's also really braggadocious. And, uh, which he, he does sometimes, but it's, this is he, not his main thing he does. So it's a little different for him. Uh, I think he's just fucking around with some sounds is what, is what he's doing. Uh, so, cause he, I mean, he, uh, cause he, he's, uh, he's very talented. So he's just trying some new shit out. Uh, I believe that he, it was his insecurities and that he just doesn't think it's, he not he just didn't like it very much, but he's like, here, here you go. I just want to listen to it. <laughs> but, uh, and it was actually, for the most part, people liked it. So, you know, uh, but yeah, that's all. That's that's all I got there. What else you got, Brittany?
1: <clears throat> um, only really got into one other album this week, and it was one that I'd never really planned on listening to, but I saw so many damn people clamoring over how great Casey Musgrave's new album was. And um <clears throat> uh Golden Hour. Mm-hmm. And I can just like wholeheartedly say I don't get it. I do not understand the hype behind this. It is just your very basic, run-of-the-mill, like, country pop. Um, I would say closer to... I I wouldn't really compare to Taylor Swift, but I'm saying as far as style goes. um, Mm -hmm. Close to where she first started straying away from the country music a little bit. Which I think you could probably say was her album Red. um, Which wasn't a bad album. But this is just so forgettable. And I feel like the the vocals aren't even anything all that special. I feel like um, some of the instrumentation is very basic. A lot of the songs feel like they don't really fit in um, because there's just a lot of like electronic and very poppy production to it. And I just feel like it's very strange that this is being marketed as like, country, 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 this is like the best country album that's been released in so long. And it's like, no, this is the most... I guess, easily accessible to the mainstream because mainstream generally does not like country music just like that. Mainstream likes country music that's actually pop music, like Lady Antebellum or, you know, old Taylor Swift.
0: Yeah, And
1: it's it's just really unfortunate because I'm 100% not a country music fan. Um, There's a few artists that I do listen to, like, listen, I will rep the Dixie Chicks until the day I die. word okay (laughs) um you know Carrie Underwood is is another great one but that's I think first and foremost just because she's a vocal powerhouse to be honest um
0: you know she she can sing (laughs) girl can sing
1: she definitely can um I mean Jason Aldean's not bad but just the stuff that's been really popular in country music recently I feel like is the stuff that's so far removed from country that it's not even in that genre anymore so I feel like it's not even really fair to categorize it in that way like, Florida, Georgia Line is pretty huge these days, but I feel like that's more kind of like rock, maybe like pop rock than anything. I, I, don't, and
0: think I, I don't know if I ever listened to it. I know who they are. I don't, I,
1: I, I, I don't like them, and I know that you wouldn't either, so I wouldn't bother. Yeah. I just, I don't know. It was one of those things like, I don't know if it was just the marketing for this album was just that damn good that it got people like, oh, yeah, you know, this is some good ass country, but it's not country. This is like some singer songwriter, like. Indie pop, I guess. Like, there isn't even really a good mold for me to put this into. But, Jesus, like, I, I, I don't like when people hype up an album like that. Normally, when that happens, I stay away from it because I'm a hipster in a way. Um, but I just felt compelled to check this out because I saw so many people mentioning it, especially other artists that I actually really admire, and listen to religiously. And when they were just like, oh, yeah, Casey Musgraves' new album, I'm like, well, damn, if they like it, I guess it has to be good, right? Well, <laughs> not necessarily. Yeah. I think they're just kind of falling into the hype, you know.
0: Yeah, I, but, heard a lot. I haven't heard about this album, and I don't follow country music very closely. It's um, not even
1: about following country music, obviously. I don't yeah. follow it either, but I've yeah. been hearing people talk about this nonstop to the point yeah, where it's it's now a that a I whole know whole what it actually is, I'm just like, well, shut up.
0: Just shut phrase. up. Yeah, for um, country-wise, yeah, I don't. Uh, I've enjoyed some Chris Stapleton. I've heard in terms of like the bigger names, uh, like lesser-known. Sturgill Simpson, I guess, it's pretty big now. I think he just yeah, got he, he got nominated he's, for a Grammy. He's pretty damn so,
1: good, and he's yeah. also amazing live. Yeah, and I, again, not even a fan of him and his music, but he's a great performer. Brad Paisley is another one. Like, he's an amazing, talented musician. Um, I just feel like you're you're kind of doing an injustice to. The genre by saying that this is country music and because this is going to sell really well and go over really well with the youngsters and maybe be able to be played on the radio that this is like. The best country album to come out in a really long time, like get the fuck out of here. I don't even know why I feel so compelled to defend the country genre, but I feel like it's necessary. Like, don't call this country. It's, it's really not aside from maybe that very, very slight twang that she has to her voice at some points. I just, I don't know. Just yeah. definitely not a fan. And I would not listen to her again on purpose.
0: <laughs> Damn. <laughs> you know, Damn. So <laughs> Drop the mic. Whatever.
1: It <laughs> is what
0: it is. Yeah. I can't, I can't give an opinion on it. I can just tell you, I probably wouldn't like it.
1: <laughs> no <laughs> but, uh, you yeah. wouldn't, John. Like, yeah. honestly, if it's not something that I can even stomach, like I don't see you being into it. But, yeah.
0: <laughs> so, y- yeah. All right. Country, fucking, sometimes I want to like country. Like, and there is there is country that I like. Uh, I, I'm more folk in blues in ter- than country. And it comes to, like, that realm of sound. I don't want to say you know, blue. They're not that close, but, like.
1: Like bluegrass?
0: Yeah, I do like some bluegrass on occasion. It's um, like,
1: I could get fucking down to some Nickel Creek. That's one of my favorite, you know, I guess, bluegrass bands that's out there. I think they're still around doing some stuff. Yeah, Not just, super popular, but, you know, they, they have some jams. For yeah, sure. I
0: just, bluegrass, I just, I like the simple instrumentals that they use. I like the, I like the vocal. I like the, I, uh, it's, it's, I like the, I think they have very good sad lyrics generally. Like they tackle sad topics in a mature way. And at least good bluegrass does, and folk does too. And like folk folk is such a broad term, too. There's a lot of different kinds of folk. But they're like folk rock and neo-folk and stuff like that. Neo-folk is like punk folk. But... <laughs> uh, so, yeah, there's there is... Saying I dislike country is inaccurate, but I dislike radio country and I dislike popular country in general. It's just... Yeah,
1: and I think just like the image behind it is just kind of irritating and just overdone. It's it's one of those things that I feel like has not changed at all. You know, obviously music genres have evolved so much over the past several years, but I feel like since at least the 80s, which is probably the stuff that I was raised on because my parents were huge Garth Brooks fans, and much to my displeasure... I have to tell you that my first concert that I ever went to was Billy Ray fucking Cyrus. Of course, I don't remember it because I was two years old. But, you know, this is the kind of music that they were listening to. And I feel like since wow. back then, it's not really all that different now. Like, they haven't really done anything to change it up. So I feel like...
0: I agree. I feel like it hasn't evolved. I feel like the same, the same music I heard on the bus driving to fucking school in the morning is the same shit they're putting on the radio still. And it's just...
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't want to hear about your your fucking tractor or your farm or your pickup truck. God, it's just so overdone. And maybe that's that's what it is. I think people are so tired of hearing the same shit over and over again. They're just like, oh, yeah, Casey Musgraves is a country girl, and this is different, so we love it. Like, sure, fine. That's
0: whatever. Yeah, whatever. Um, But, yeah, I guess, again, we aren't country people. Yeah, country I mean, music people. <laughs> but, sorry, not
1: sorry to get into a mini rant about it. I just yeah. felt like that had to be said. You know, no,
0: like, it deserves to be talked about. Them. Like we, do, we, do we we do a music podcast. We don't. I don't want to like just excommunicate certain genres completely. I want to. I want. I would like for a country album come come along that I that we talk about on here that we both like. That'd be co- that'd be cool and unexpected. I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, at least one that I'm going to go out of my way to to find. But we'll see. It might. You know, music. Music is is diverse and it's all it all deserves to be talked about. (laughs) Um, But all right, let's uh, let's let's close it out here with some homework. Uh, I guess I can start out. Mine's actually kind of a bit. Actually, segues into my homework a bit uh, because I wanted to give you a break from rap for for a uh, for an episode. I hardly
1: believe that.
0: Yes. I gave you and I gave you a couple of rap albums that you really enjoyed, which is uh, which is nice. Yeah, I
1: know. So it's been like a, a a very pleasant surprise recently. It hasn't been completely unbearable to listen to.
0: Yeah, uh, this one is uh, going to be probably an unexpected pick. I don't even know if you know this. Uh, it is England. England Keep My Bones by Frank Turner. Um, Frank Turner is a British uh, neo folk singer and songwriter and the song album came out in 2010 and it is it's one of my favorite albums of the decade and honestly if you don't like it i understand too like i it's not i don't it's hard for me to pin down because it's mostly just the lyrics i really i really enjoy i I probably know the words to every song on the album uh if it comes on i can't just recite them uh off the dome but um yeah there's nothing like experimental about it it's not crazy he comes but he, his background's a little interesting because it came from a uh a uh a hardcore band uh million dead he was the lead singer of them so it's uh, it was like a complete complete shift in sound
1: doesn't he also do uh frank turner and the sleeping
0: souls that's his background band the sleeping souls yes
1: ah okay see because i have worked they, his shows yeah. before
0: yeah i know i i know that they've uh, been there before that they've been by your thing before Cause I know Kyle knows I like, I like him. Um, me has an album coming out, coming out in May that I'm, pro, that I, uh, I'm curious about. I, I used to be a huge fan. I've, I've kind of fallen off a, a bit of interest, not cause I don't like it anymore. Just cause uh, I just have, I don't listen to it much anymore. And, but this, this, uh, was the first album I heard of his and, uh, it's still my favorite. It's one. And so I hope, I hope you like it. If you don't, it's fine too. Uh, it's it's just something different uh, Yeah.
1: For you. See, the thing is, it's such a shame. Well, this is such a dumbass thing to complain about. I was going to say, it's such a shame that I have attended and worked over 2,000 shows in the past 10 years. So I can't possibly remember if like I liked Frank Turner or not. Because I know that I've definitely worked him at least once or twice. Um, but yeah, I mean, hopefully it is something I can get into. Um, maybe yeah. I'll even recognize a song or two.
0: Yeah, it's it's neo folk and rock, so it's uh, um, and it's yeah, a lot, it's the singer songwriter part. What I like is what I like about him. So, hope you like it.
1: All right, so um, for you this week, I decided to go with um, an album for a band that was I don't know if you could call them a band group that was kind of like a sleeper hit for me, um, called Purity Ring. Uh, A band that I was not entirely too crazy about when I was first told about them by a good friend of mine. Um, Their first album wasn't particularly impressive to me. But then someone was like, hey, Purity Ring had a new album come out. You should listen to it. And reluctantly I did. (laughs) However, I was freaking blown away. Um, So I decided that maybe this should also be your introduction to them too instead of their debut album. So your assignment for this week is another Eternity by Purity Ring.
0: All right, I have heard of them because I think our mutual friend. (laughs) uh, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) exactly. Yeah. Uh, Um,
1: but yeah, this is kind of like trying to think of how to explain them. Not EDM, really, um, especially because there is actual vocals in pretty much every song more or less kind of like electro pop, I guess. Um, synth okay. pop for sure. Um, so maybe not necessarily your thing, but still some of it is a little odd. So I feel like you could vibe to some of it. Like the production on this thing, in my opinion, is just awesome. So
0: that'll, that'll be a good shift from the ex- expectation album.
1: Yeah. I was, yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, I, was, I was so disappointed in the production on that thing. I'm like, this is so fucking basic. God damn. <laughs> but, uh, yeah i'm looking forward to that um yeah it's a little mixing up the homework a bit this week it's, you know can't can't all be rap can't all be uh rock so
1: yeah i mean i think it's funny that we both somehow accidentally coordinated that we were going to give you something <laughs> different like outside of what we normally do but it worked out so
0: yeah go figure um i think it's gonna do it though Brittany. yeah you, you got anything else to say
1: Nah, i think we can wrap this thing up
0: yeah, you can follow me, John locero seven 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 on Twitter. Brittany at Hell Yes, the L's or I's in Hell Yes, uh, <laughs> and uh, check out Games and Junk for some other other great content that I'm on a lot of. And uh, <laughs> if you like my voice, if you don't, you can just mute it when I'm talking. It's
1: <laughs> going to be very difficult to navigate this podcast, though. So you know, <laughs> yeah, God <it's>,
0: Godspeed. <laughs> yeah, <you know. laughs> uh, And uh, until next time. Bye. See ya. Why do these phantoms always wanna bump and be
1: Train. Always out for war wax Smoke blunts with danger. Trouble at my doorstep. stare deaf in the face. Left him with the sore neck. The devil himself can't resist the raw dialect. Clash with the titans. Rob stores with Lucifer. Seduce the temp-